Sales Enablement, How to Make the Investment Pay Off. This is a podcast from Integrity Solutions. I'm Michael Terrell. Data, content, technology, tools, all that and more falls under the banner of sales enablement, and organizations are not shy about investing in it to equip sales teams with what they need to drive strong results. But how can you make the most of your investment in sales enablement and at the most critical point, when salespeople have conversations with prospects and clients. We have a thoughtful exploration of that and other questions with Bruce Wedderburn, the Chief Sales Officer at Integrity Solutions. Here's Bruce with a quick summary of the biggest challenge he sees around sales enablement. Enablement is such a buzzword at the moment that many sales leaders and CEOs are saying, we've just got to get this. And the easy thing to gravitate towards too is enablement is all about gathering data, providing the sales organization with a a constant stream of information and content. And many cases that can overwhelm sales reps, that can hurt productivity rather than help it. So how do you make data a true asset? If it doesn't translate into empowering a more effective conversation between the sales rep and the customer, then all of that data is wasted. It's just background noise because there's so much of it that's out there at the moment. So let's unpack it a bit then. We spent a few minutes with Bruce recently, and we wanted to look under the hood a bit. Sales enablement. What is it? How is it relevant? How can salespeople use it to connect effectively with customers? And where does coaching come in? What follows is an edited version of that conversation with Bruce. Bruce, this is a great topic and a timely one. Thanks for making time for this podcast. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Looking forward to the conversation. Let's start from scratch. Yeah, sales enablement is one of the confusing terms that's going around at the moment because it can mean so many different things to so many different people. It seems like you stop 50 different people and ask them, what is sales enablement? You might get 50 different answers. But some of the things that are bubbling to the top frequently is that it's about data. And usually by companies that are selling big data services, another organization will say it's about enablement and enablement's about maximizing your CRM and getting better quality information from your CRM. Another one says it's about training. Another one says it's about providing, well, whatever it is, but it must be in microbursts. So I think it's good that let's start by getting a working definition of what we mean by this thing called sales enablement. So when you think about enablement, What it really comes down to, it's about providing salespeople with the information, the content, and the skills to help them sell more effectively. That's it. Think of it sort of like a football team, if you like. There's a lot of roles that go to making a football team successful. There's coaches, there's conditioners, there's nutritionalists, uh, there's sports psychologists. You have people who are responsible for the transportation to take the team from one place to another so they don't spend too much time on buses and trains or whatever. Uh, the people who deal with the accommodation, media, all of these roles are there to help the football team and the players execute the various plays more effectively when they walk onto the field and the referee blows the whistle. It's the same for enablement, that all of the reporting, the sales processes, the, the data, the analysis, the lead scoring, the marketing content, the artificial intelligence. It's all there to improve the quantity and more importantly, the quality of sales conversations. That's the purpose of enablement there. So with the question we often say when talking to enablement people and the filter they should apply is, will the enablement investment that you're looking to make lead to better quality sales conversations 
and better outcomes from those conversations. Bruce, let's talk about relevance. How is sales enablement relevant and credible? That's a good question, Michael, because one of the things when talking with enablement teams, as we do frequently at Integrity Solutions, is this element, this component called relevance or credibility. How's the enablement organization, how's that seen within the greater organization? Are they seen as credible? Are they seen as a, as a real a value contributor? And one of the things we often will counsel enablement folks on is to really pay attention to what we call the last mile. In telecommunications, for example, in that industry, the last mile is the final leg of the network, whether that's copper wire or fiber optic cable that, that, that physically reaches the end user's home or the end user's business. And in the selling world, we see the last mile being the actual conversation between the sales rep and the customer. And here's why that's important. All other enablement initiatives are compromised if the sales rep lacks the necessary conversation skills to take advantage of the data and the marketing content and all the other things that enablement team is providing. We had a conversation with a large telecommunications organization just a couple of weeks ago and the enablement team in that company. Uh, and they were saying that they have trained their sales teams on financial analysis, that is how to read 10K reports, P&L statements, to figure out the value hypothesis for their key prospects and their key customers. But after a year, they hadn't noticed that the needle had moved in terms of sales results. And we thought, well, probably the reason why that is, is they hadn't factored in the critical last mile. I mean, how the reps can take advantage of that data, and that information and that training, and most importantly, translate that into insightful and provocative questions that they could ask to get the customer to re-examine their key challenges and priorities in a conversation. And that's the next step that enablement really needs to go to. And so if, the, if, if part of that is helping the customer think through their current situation, help the customer contrast that with their desired situation and think through the value of the gap, and doing so through some insightful and sometimes provocative questions that get beneath the surface. That's where true value gets created. So everything that enablement's doing needs to really empower that moment in time when the sales rep sits down with the customer. Great. So let's get down to brass tacks. How does sales enablement and all its promise actually help people connect more effectively with customers? What's involved there? Well, if enablement is about providing the information, the content, and the skills that help salespeople have better quality conversations, those three things, information, content, and skills, need to be aligned to the journey that the buyer goes on when they're making a major decision. All of your customers, any customers, and all of us, when we're making a major purchase, we'll go through a very predictable series of stages along the journey to making that decision. So very early on, customers are going through a period where they're assessing their challenges, they're assessing their needs, their opportunities, they're asking themselves, do we have a problem? How severe is it? Do we have an opportunity? What's the upside there? As internal discussions are taking place. The second phase is, they will be evaluating the different alternatives to solving that problem or realizing that opportunity. 
Do we go outside and look at different vendors to partner with? Do we do this internally? Do we use the money for something else? Do we do nothing and just live with what we got? So that's sort of an evaluating of alternatives phase. If they make a decision to move forward with an option, then they'll enter a phase where last minute risks and concerns bubble back to the surface before they pull the trigger and make that final decision. And then after they make a purchase post sale, they're entering an implementation phase there. So the buyer's definition of value that they'll receive from the selling organization will change depending on what phase of the buyer's journey that they're in. So very early on, if they're assessing their challenges, needs and opportunities, they're having those internal conversations, the value they'll receive from conversations with a selling organization is around helping them think through their current situation, their desired situation, and evaluate the gap between that. What is the value of addressing that gap? If the value is not there, then they're more likely to stay with status quo. And so one of the critical selling skills when the buyer's in that early stage is in conversation, asking some informative, some insightful, some provocative questions that get them to think through that in new and different ways that they may not have thought through without the selling organization or the salesperson being there. When the buyer is in the phase where they're evaluating their different alternatives, what they really value is help me see why your solution is different from the other solutions. Differentiate that for me. When the buyer is dealing with last minute risks and concerns, they're, they're saying, help me feel okay about moving forward with you. So the selling skills that can create value for a buyer who's in one phase may be counterproductive and inappropriate for a buyer who's in a second phase. So for example, if the buyer is in very late stage and has, decided, has made a tentative solution for your uh, for your tentative decision for your solution, they're thinking about you know, dealing with risks and concerns, maybe there's some internal pressures. If the salesperson comes in and starts asking needs discovery questions, that's an inappropriate sales skill for the buyer who's in that stage of their journey. So being able to identify where the buyer is in their journey and align the content, align the information, the data, and the skills to really deliver value based on that stage of the buyer's journey. That's a critical part of sales enablement and one that's frequently overlooked. And Bruce, you and I talked earlier about sales management's role in maximizing success with sales enablement. There's a coaching component that's important there. If the collective goal is of sales enablement is to empower and equip salespeople to have better quality conversations with customers, then managers play a critical role in coaching in order to build and develop the potential of their people to execute those conversations more effectively. We, we did some research recently with Sales Management Association around coaching. We identified that organizations, 76% of sales leaders in organizations say that coaching is critically important to achieving their goals that year. But coincidentally, the same number of 76%, not the same people, but the same number, said that we're doing very little, if any, coaching. So there's an interesting dichotomy there. You've got three quarters of sales leaders in organizations say coaching is critical and the same number are saying, yeah, but we're not really doing it. So I wonder why that is. Another interesting stat that came out of that, Michael, is that 
only 26% of companies have a common definition of what coaching actually is. So in order to sustain and leverage the investments you're making in enablement, equipping your managers to have coaching conversations with their sales reps that build, develop, and capture and unleash the potential inside those sales reps, that is a critical part of enablement that is often left to later. We think that's a huge mistake. Equipping the managers to be able to coach their people needs to be a central component of enablement. Bruce Wedderburn on what it takes to maximize your investment in sales enablement. Bruce is the Chief Sales Officer of Integrity Solutions. For more information about this topic and others in and around sales performance and coaching, please see IntegritySolutions.com. You've been listening to a podcast from Integrity Solutions. I'm Michael Terrell.